I want to start by saying thank you, family, for staying for these few minutes. I have something that I need to share with you, so let's get right to it. Uh, Today, I'm announcing my retirement as your senior pastor, uh, effective in April of next year, 2018. In other words, in about 15 months, I will step down from serving as one of your pastors here. I want you to know, there's a number of things, my heart is full. I want you to know uh, that there's nothing sudden about this decision, um, nor is there, there anything kind of behind the scenes that is driving this, nothing is wrong. I know how we all can go there, but this is not because of any problems, uh, so fear not. In fact, I have to tell you, I'm really excited about our church's future, really excited. So my decision comes from other reasons, and it comes at my own initiative. Uh, I actually brought up the issue of my retirement with the elders about five years ago. And I did that, I did that because there are so many horror stories out there of longtime founding pastors leaving their churches in the lurch, just not wanting to let go, not allowing any succession planning under their watch, And then one day they just leave or they die. Not good. And I got to tell you, I just love you too much to do that to you. And I did not want to be that guy. So my decision really comes after years of uh, talking, praying, strategizing with the elders and, of course, with Shelley about the timing, about the circumstances of my eventual retirement. And we've kind of been seeking that sweet spot of what is best for the church and what is best for Shelley and me. And so we believe we've found that sweet spot, not perfectly, uh, but to the best of our ability. You know, it won't be without some sorrow and some pain in our relationships and our life together as a church family. Change is always hard. It's challenging, even when it's right, when it's good. And I think we're talking about that kind of change. This is right. This is good. I love being your pastor. I love being your pastor. I really don't want that to end. For more than 33 years now, it's been my great privilege to be your servant. I was here when we began developing the launch team for this church back in 1982. I was here when the church started in 1983. I got to watch God grow this church to over 500 people in our first dozen years. Then I got to watch God raise up amazing community ministries over our most recent dozen years as a church. This church helped Shelley and me raise our four sons. This church loved me through some very dark times in my life. You extended grace and truth to me when I desperately needed it and didn't deserve it. So you're my family. You're my family, a spiritual family for Shelley and for me. And we love you deeply. But the time for pastoral change is coming. And why at this time? 
Well, <clears throat> much to my surprise, I will turn 65 this coming August. Frankly, I'm not sure how that happened. <laughs> but you know, it's not really about my age. Um, in the words of the well-known theologian Indiana Jones, in Raiders of the Lost Ark, when he was hurting from another beatdown, you know, he was getting a beatdown all the time. And he said, it's not the years, it's the miles. It's not the years, it's the miles. I've got some miles on me now, and I'm starting to feel it. So I would say there are three main reasons behind my decision to retire in 15 months, and I, I want you to understand and hear those reasons. Uh, the first reason is, frankly, uh, my post-polio syndrome. My legs are far weaker than you can imagine. I try to look pretty good as I walk around, but I'm always a fall waiting to happen. And you can see it in my using a cane for extra support and walking around and my needing to sit here in the pulpit when I'm preaching, uh, both of which I've had to do since my last horrendous fall on Easter Sunday of 2014 and the complex knee surgery that followed that to repair the damage. Um, it just, uh, I haven't come back from that surgery as well as I wish I could. It just takes um, a lot more energy and effort uh, for me to get around and to do the things that I used to do, pastoral things that I used to do um, easily and quickly. Not to mention what I'm finding about the recovery time I need to be off my feet uh, to work from home uh, just so that as my, as my physical and mental batteries are recharging. Second reason, uh, my grandchildren. Shelley and I have been blessed with three beautiful grandchildren so far over the past four years, and boy, they, do they light up your life. But here's what being a grandfather, combined with having post-polio syndrome, has done for me. For example, if I'm sitting and I'm holding one of my grandbabies, I, I can't get up. I can't stand up with them in my arms. It's, my legs are just too weak. I can't carry my grandbabies up and down the stairs. It's just not safe. So this reality has forced me to think about what I'll have left for my grandkids when I'm done with full-time pastoral ministry. And I've concluded that as, as much as I love this church as mu and as much as it depends on me, I, I don't want to be left with no legs for their activities and their events. I'd like to be there with and for my grandkids as they're growing up. Those years pass pretty quickly. Third reason what this church needs from a senior pastor going forward into the future. What this church needs from a senior pastor going forward from here into the future. I believe our church needs a much younger, stronger, energetic man for the future. Although I'm working hard, and I'm working hard at staying as mobile as I can for as long as I can, there are things I just cannot do that I think are essential. For example, you know, this is the one that's probably closest to my heart. I love doing visits. I love being in the homes of our people here in the church, uh, 
in the homes of people from our community, in the homes of people who visit our church. I love doing those kinds of visits. I, I love hearing their stories and their hearts and sharing my story and our church's story and then just sharing the gospel with them as I hear their hearts. I love doing that. But it's become harder and harder for me to do it, to be out there, to be walking around and going up and down all the stairs we've got here in Philadelphia. You don't notice it until you have to. I think most of you manage pretty well without a second thought when it comes to stairs, but I practically have to count my steps these days. So I think you need someone as your next senior pastor, someone in the pulpit going forward from here, who is, how do I describe it, spending lots of time with Jesus and lots of time with people, a student of the word of God and the heart who can preach and lead from that sacred place. I love doing that. That's right in my wheelhouse. And I am going to miss doing that. But I know, I have come to know, for the good of this church, that it's time for me to start wrapping up my season of getting to do that with you and make way for the next pastor that God will raise up to do that with you in the years ahead. So there's no doubt in my mind that I would not be planning to retire next year were it not for my post-polio syndrome. That has proven to be a game changer for me. I was diagnosed with it 20 years ago. They told me the course it would take and what would happen, and they've been dead right, and it's unfolding. So that's proven to be the game changer for me. But you know what? That is part of God's sovereign and loving assignment for me in this life. I got polio. We all got something, right? We all got something. Some disability, some liability, some inability. We all got something. And what I've learned, what I am learning, is that something enables us to hear our Heavenly Father's voice in a very special way and to hear him saying, my grace is sufficient for you. My strength is made perfect in your weakness. I mean, after all, who wants a self-sufficient pastor? I can tell you, not God. (laughs) And not you. And not me either, when all is said and done. So I'm learning to accept it, sometimes with grace, sometimes with struggle and tears. But I get, I think I'm starting to get what the psalmist meant when he wrote, the lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Indeed, I have a beautiful inheritance. I've thought a lot about that. The lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. I have a beautiful inheritance in Jesus and in the family of Jesus. I mean, I got the privilege of being your pastor for more than three decades. Who gets to do that? My life, my marriage, my parenting, my ministry, 
my ups, my downs. I got the privilege of having you as a spiritual family for all of that. Who gets to do that? God has been so good. I think, I think that's all you need to hear from me for today. There's much more to be said. This is really the beginning of a conversation that we'll be having as a church uh, over the next 15 months. Things that have to do with transition planning and succession planning. But see, we've got time for that. We've got time for that. Over the next 15 months, that's how we wanted it to be. We wanted this to be a season ahead of us that is intentional, that's focused, that's purposeful, and that's not rushed. And so it will be in God's providence if it is his will. So we'll start talking about the transition and succession in detail. We'll start next Sunday morning at the congregational meeting. Uh, Don't miss that because there will be plenty of time for conversation, for you to ask questions of the elders and and questions of me as we go forward uh, from here. Uh, That's all I'm going to say for today. Bob Haynes is going to share some things now on, on behalf of the elders. So thank you. I want to just say a few quick words. Uh, Hebrews chapter 13, verse 7 says, To remember your leaders, those who spoke the word of God to you. Uh, Consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. And um, we just want to express thanksgiving to our God uh, for his faithfulness. To us as a church over these last 33 years, we're thankful to God um, for giving John and Shelley to us. John, uh, through through his life and teaching, he has pointed us to Jesus <clears throat> all these years, and he's created, and doing so, created an atmosphere through the gospel, created an atmosphere of grace where we could admit that we struggle. And, admit, and confess our sins to one another and rely on the Spirit of God together and grow together. Uh, John has been a mentor uh, for me, for many of us. We have seen him speak life-giving words in the midst of a crisis, seen him reconcile brothers who are stuck in their anger, seen him handle church discipline cases with wisdom and grace. We've watched And we are deeply grateful for John and his ministry among us. Um, Just side note, this is not the elders, this is me. But 32 years, John has been my pastor. And even when I was off pastoring other churches, John was my go-to man. Uh, You know, I'd call you up and say, John, what would you do in this situation? (laughs) 
And uh, so my heart is full of thanksgiving. <clears throat> As elders, we have walked uh, with John through the timing of his decision to retire, and thinking and praying together, and we're of one heart and mind about it. We're entering a transition phase, and Jesus, as he has faithfully guided us in the past, will guide us through the next steps into the future. We want you to know that as elders, we've been thinking and praying about how to best uh, shepherd the congregation through the changes, as well as begin the search for a new senior pastor. At the congregational meetings over the next two Sundays, we can give you a lot more specific information about what we believe may lie ahead, as well as we can tell, uh, God willing. But for now, we want you to ask you, we just want to ask you to pray for John and Shelley. Encourage John and Shelley. Show them your love. And please pray for us, your elders for our church, for our life and ministry uh, together as we embrace a future of building the kingdom of God together. Amen. And so, let's pray. Let's pray together. Lord, we do want to remember our leaders, those who spoke the word of God to us. Jesus, you have said that your word, that the word of God is truth, and that knowing you, knowing the Father is eternal life. And it is through the preaching of the Word of God, through the through the, the handling of the Word of God, uh, through our leaders, that we've received so much of what forms the basis of our life in Christ, our lives every day. Uh, we have received from our, our preachers, our pastors, and we just want to give you thanks. We want to give you thanks for uh, for these last 33 years. We want to give you thanks that your kingdom is forever. Mm -hmm. And we want to give you thanks um, for the salvation that we have received through Jesus Christ and for the gospel that has changed our lives and made us a body, made us a family. Lord, we give you thanks for all that you've done. We pray for John and Shelley, and we pray that, that as they seek to end well for the glory of God in this phase of their ministry, um, we pray that we would be part of that ending well. And we pray uh, that you'd give us all wisdom as we look ahead. And we pray that this church will be a blessing in this community, that the church dropped in this community will be like a, a, a stone in, in, into a, the surface of a lake, causing ripples that would go all the way out to the shore. And uh, we want to see that rippling effect of the gospel as, as people people's lives are changed, as people get saved, connected to God through Jesus Christ, as people's lives go from poverty to the ability to sustain themselves and to, uh, and to live as, as, as gospel-believing people, and, to, uh, and, and, and to, just to see marriages healed, and to see healing in, in so many areas, places of addictions and places of, of, uh, of, of great sadness and brokenness, and places where sin has left its, its mark. We pray, Lord, that you would use us 
continually in this community and use us in one another's lives as we point one another to Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you all for staying. Thank you.